Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back for uh, f the fifth night in a row. Uh, five, five to go. Five to go. Five done. Five, five. Well, four done. One, one happening right now. Hope you guys are well. Hope you're doing good. And uh, yeah, again, jump in the chat. Let us know that you are here. Uh, tell us what you're up to. If you've, uh, if you're having a drink. If you're not having a drink, whatever else is going on, you might be reloading. Uh, I'm pretty excited about tonight. These guys are uh, pretty much uh, legends in in the Australian PRS practical rifle long range shooting community. So uh, look forward to having them uh, a chat with them. Uh, yeah, let us know what you're up to, what you're doing, who you're watching with. Uh, what would be uh, awesome uh, is if you're new to this channel, um, uh, hit subscribe. If you, uh, We're going to be doing this fairly regularly at the moment uh, during this current period that we find ourselves in. So make sure you subscribe and that way you're notified of what's going on and uh, other videos that we might drop up from time to time also. Um, and what would be really helpful now if you're watching currently, if you can jump on and like this video because uh, I think that helps push it out further and, and if not, it's probably just good anyway. So that would be awesome uh, if you have others that were hoping to listen to information about the New Zealand Mountain Challenge. Uh, jump on socials. I'll give you a moment to do it. Grab the link here, share the video, and let's get as many people on board tonight as we can. It's Friday night. What else are you going to be doing? There's no pubs open. Can't go to the, the club to get ready to go shoot tomorrow. What, what else would you be doing? You may as well sit here and listen to... Uh, Two, very, two guys who really know what they're doing shooting-wise, and also I'm here as well. So uh, that uh, that's that makes three of us um, who are present and two of us who know what they're doing. Uh, I wanted to let you know Stage 1 hats have arrived, PRS hats have arrived. So if you have ordered either of those, they will be uh, on their way to you this week. They arrived this afternoon. So, um, yeah, all, all on its way. If you've ordered some of that gear, it will not be far away now. Uh, and if you want to order some of that gear, you can jump onto the Precision Shooting, Precision Rifle Series website, and uh, he'll hook that up through Stage One on the merch thing. It's probably the only thing you can book into at the moment on the uh, PRS website. Anyway, check it out. They look, uh, they look schmick, real schmick. Yeah. Anyway, excellent, excellent. All right, we uh, we're going to get underway. I got to let you guys know that there is a code for Projectile Warehouse. Projectile Warehouse uh, offering five percent discount to any of our. Uh, viewers, uh, if you use the code ID Live, ID L I V E, and the number five, do that and you get 5% off. And there is a stack of stuff in stock now with a whole stack more stuff arriving this week, uh, including some Nozler and some Sierras and some other bits and pieces. So, uh, more and more coming in. Nick is, uh, Nick is dry firing. Good to have you back again, Nick. Drive fire practice, a game the whole family can enjoy. Well, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. All right. My, uh, my guests tonight, uh, let's, uh, let's make sure they're up and, and running. Let's uh, check out, make sure this is going to work for us tonight. We are trying a new, a new method because we've got two guests this evening. So we, uh, we are doing things a little bit differently. Uh, but recently uh, they returned uh, from New Zealand for shooting the New Zealand uh, Mountain Challenge. If you're familiar with that one, it's one of the biggest or probably the most most anticipated, perhaps most one of the most well-known matches in uh, around, or certainly in Australia. I know there's a few US guys and certainly the biggest one in New Zealand as far as I know. Uh, and unfortunately these guys got stung by uh, coming back into Australia at the wrong time. But anyway, that gives us a chance to speak to them because... Uh, they're not doing much else. These guys are normally flat out busy uh, because Birchie is uh, one of them, or well, he's the man behind Lovis Gear and makes some sensational equipment. If you haven't checked that out, please do. Uh, and also stocks all the Armageddon gear and, and a whole stack of brands, which I've forgotten, which I'm sure he'll tell us about. So we'll give him a moment to do that shortly. And then Jay uh, is uh, an absolute gentleman, and he's, he's smirking at that, me saying that already. Uh, but he runs, he's a man behind Orange Accuracy, and uh, he is one of the best trainers in the country. Uh, and if you need to go spend some time, uh, no, 
let me rephrase that. You need to go spend some time with Jay. Uh, no matter how good a shooter you are, you can always continue to learn more. So uh, let's get these gentlemen up here. Let's see what's going on. And guys, how are you tonight? Are you there? Well, I thought we might have corona when we got home, but we've been in for 10, uh, 11 days and we're fine. So I reckon you dudes are the ones we're going to be worried about now. Praying, yeah. You reckon the, uh, the sinuses have built up in their ears and they can't hear us now? I actually, I think we've yeah, just fixed everyone it. Everyone else has a problem now. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we might we might be back on deck uh, with some audio. They'll be about 10, uh, 10 seconds behind or so uh, and we, uh, we should be good to go. So... We shall uh, we shall get into it. Um, the New Zealand uh, matches were a uh, uh, that's a that's a well known match. The Mountain Challenge. Have you guys shot it before at all? No, no I've been thinking about it for a couple of years. Talking to Jared um, from the Vic uh, PSR, he, yep. he's been at least twice now, and uh, a few of the guys like Sajuno, he's another Victorian shooter. He's been pretty keen. Um, but I've never really, you know, the days turn into weeks, turn into months, don't organise anything, and it just kind of passes by. But um, no, I'll, next year we're going back, though, we have to. Oh, yeah, okay. It was that, that good, eh? That good. Uh, Jay, what about you, mate? Never shot it before? Never shot it before, mate. Um, obviously grew up in New Zealand. Um, and never really Much shooting up over home. Too busy playing. So, Jay, we are, we, we got some challenges with your, uh, but, your um, feed, mate. Uh, so, a couple of things happened uh, one day, and off. We, we're gonna uh, we're gonna get, uh, just get you to ju- jump back into the call, mate, and uh, we'll ask Birchie a couple of questions while we are waiting. So, let's uh, get you to jump back on deck, mate. I thought you know what I'm doing. You know, listen to it. Very good, Birchie, uh While we uh, while we wait for uh, for Jay to uh, restart that one, what caused you to uh, to have a crack over there in New Zealand? What, what was the main main reason you thought, oh, that looks amazing? Let's get into it. Yeah, I I like the PRS kind of shooting. Um, it's good, you know, positional kind of shooting. But I also also do a lot of hunting, and uh, the appeal for me was carrying your pack. Everything you need is what you take with you and you don't get any help. So you and one other dude on the side of a massive hill all day shooting targets out to 1,100 yards with crazy wind um, in in the wilderness, not the wilderness, but out in nature, you know, that that's mm-hmm. that's cool. It, it was amazing. Yeah, nice. Um, like with all the square range shooting we do in Australia, it's it's it's, it's, it's really good. And the biggest limitation that we have is the range, the range templates and insurance. But yeah. they kind of have a way to get around that at the moment. So it's, it's an opportunity that's um, abnormal. And, uh, yeah, we both jumped at it, which which worked out really well. Yeah, nice, mate, nice. And so uh, you guys had planned to team up on uh, prior to going over there or does that get done over there? Um, Jay and I, we shot the PSR, the Victorian PSR in Castlemaine a couple of times. Okay. And then, you know, at the PRS we try and stick pretty close to each other so we can chat about training and, and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, gear and everything like that and then over there it just it made sense you know at least we already know each other and we're shooting the same bullet the Hornady factory ammo um, with similar ballistics so we can help each other out um, and yeah it, 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 we, we did plan it yeah yeah, yeah cool cool and uh, and so I mean take us through it like how long were you in New Zealand for Man, we um we uh, we were only there for six days, including the flight in and out. Um, I had my wife and, and my young daughter with us as well. It, it wasn't really we didn't have heaps of time to explore, you know, because of work. You know, finished up, went to the airport the next day, flew out, shot the we had a couple of days in the country, stayed in Wanaka, shot the comp, and then the next day we left um, straight into quarantine. So it was awesome. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not too many people saw that coming. I don't think. No, absolutely. And so, I like them by myself, but that, that that's not that funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, we'll, we'll, we'll move on from that. Um, so, how how many days does the competition go for? Uh, it's a it was a, it was a three day event. The Friday was a check your zero, and they had a thousand yard. 
um, elimination kind of shoot, which we, okay. we didn't get involved in. We, we checked our zero, mm-hmm. um, and then that was it. We packed up. Saturday was the mountain challenge, which was the whole day. Yeah. Um, with 10 different stages, and then the Sunday was a PRS. Okay. And then they combined the scores for the Saturday, Sunday. And do you know what happened with the um, – do you know what happened with the thousand meter elimination challenge? What do you know the format that ran? Um, we, we watched it. it. It was it was that was more of a spectator kind of thing. They, you okay. know, they had the sheds where they did the safety briefing, had a quick chat, introduced all the sponsors and stuff like that. And then there was one target with no cold ball. It was just I think you get you get three rounds to hit it, and if you hit it, then you go to the next phase. If you don't, then you're out. And it was just a round robin, just chipping away from top to bottom. Um, Jared. He had an AI with his three three eight. He got a first round hit. Um, Sejuno and um, Scotty, I think, yeah, they they all got through the first phase and maybe the second phase, and then the wind was pretty bad. And uh, Hardy, the, one of the blokes that runs Hardy rifles, oh, yeah. Hardy barrels in, yep. in New Zealand, he ended up winning it with a six five PRC, which was cool. Yeah, right. But we went. There. It went. It, it, yeah, it took a while. I think we cleared out. What were you running? Um, Jay and I just had the six five P. Uh, no, six five Creedmoor. Just okay. what we shoot in the PRS. So yeah, we're not we weren't running any fancy ninja calibers or anything like that. Just uh, one hundred and forty grain LDM with factory box ammo. So yeah, right. That's what we've nice. been shooting all year, and it, it, it mm. goes well. Mm. So. Absolutely, absolutely. We are uh, we are trying to get Jay back here, and we're missing him already. Um, let's just see uh, uh, if we can do that. Right. We. Uh, Working on that. So no dramas with zero, all, all good? Well, we, the elevation was different. Um, we were shooting on a bit of an angle. There, there, there were a few things, but it was only a point one and a point one. Like we came up point one and left point one, and both of us, we both did that. And we reckon that that might have contributed a little bit to our data playing games with us a little bit on the Saturday. Not not making excuses, but we did we did find that our data was about 0.2.3 high the whole day, so we had to kind of pick that up early and, and run with it. Mm. But um, nothing nothing drastic. Like the flight went well. I don't think they drove over our gun boxes or anything like that. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, this is uh, an, uh, a good a good thing then. If they didn't trust, <laughs> didn't try hey, to get the Australians. The plane, they're like, we don't know where it is. I'm like. Uh. <laughs> kind of your problem you know if you could find it that'd be great yeah yeah absolutely yeah. uh but we're just going to take a quick little break here for some technical yeah. challenges um so we will be back in just a moment and we will get uh, we'll be back with jay sit tight everyone we'll be here but i won't be able to hear you but um Alright, 
guys. We, uh, I think we may be back on deck and back on top of this thing. So uh, here we go. Uh, Jay, are you there? Can you hear us? He's thinking about it. There you go, boys. Yeah, it sounds so much better, mate. So much better. So just to fill you back in, oh, get the guns out. I mean, Birchie's got his gun out and Joe's got two of them. Um, so we, we, we talked a little bit about Sunday, about arriving over there and uh, and, and that sort of things. But um, I wanted to have you both back for uh, Saturday. How, what did you do to prepare for this match? And tell us a little bit about how it all, all went down. Jay, we'll kick off with you. We've heard from Birchie a bit. Yeah, he talks too much anyway. That's <laughs> um, so I was actually uh, I was at work uh, one day, and uh, I'd actually spoken to, spoken to Scotty Patel about the shoot earlier, and Jamie Dennis. And I had one of those days, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go and start doing anything and everything that I would rather be doing. Yeah. Uh, and that mountain challenge just really appealed to me. You know. You, I get to go back home and see the family for a kick-off, get to go back home and be at home. Mm. Uh, and I rang Birch and said, hey, dude, would you be keen to do this if we can line it up? And he's a very nice guy and um, puts up with a heap of my stuff and he said yes. So we chased it pretty hard across the internet until it popped up and then we jumped on as fast as we could and mm. um, we got ourselves a couple of spots and yeah, it does just happen, rolled from there. It just, does happen to sell out pretty quick, doesn't it? Yeah, Bertie, you you put me onto it faster than I found on it. How fast do you reckon it sold at me? Man, I, I was dragging my feet. I'm like, no, 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 we'll do it. It popped up on Facebook. We'll, we'll do it tomorrow. We'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> it wasn't an option. And lucky we um, we printed it off, filled it out, sent it back as a picture message to Quentin who runs it, and it, it booked out that night. So that, it was like hours. Yeah, it was it was crazy. And we'd been keeping an eye on it for months, you know. It popped up out of nowhere. It filled up in before midnight. Yeah, right. Ma- madness, madness. Well, when you get over there, you can see why. Like the the venue and the scenery. If, if you went over there and didn't shoot up bullet and just got to walk around in that hill for the whole day, you'd just be just as happy. You know, it's an amazing spot. Yeah, right. Beautiful. Fantastic, mate. And so, uh, so you, how many people were shooting? How many spots were there? Uh, was it 80 something shooters? Oh, wow, 84, okay. 84 on the Saturday, and then 50 something, I think, on the Sunday. There were 42 teams of two, so yeah, right, huge. And uh, and so Saturday kicking off, um, Saturday's the mountain challenge. So, what does that entail, Joe? So, uh, well, it actually kicks off on the Friday. Did you guys talk about the Friday? Yeah, there was a thousand meter uh, qualifying type uh, eliminator sort of thing, and, and you also get the chance to zero. Uh, we we did chat yep. about that a little bit. Yeah, and then and then the main match. Yep. Was there any aspect of the the main match that c- kicks off on Friday, or was it purely a separate sort of side match deal? I think if we had been a little bit smarter, we would have <laughs> shot that on the Friday. Uh, and sucked in a bit more data and um, just, you know, look, we might have found a couple of little idiosyncrasies that took us a couple of stages to work out otherwise. But, um, no, it doesn't start on the Friday, but, yes, we could have started it on the Friday. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> oh, that's all right. Very good. And so Saturday morning, how early do you guys kick off? So we were there in the car park, I think, about sort of quarter to eight, eight o'clock, and, oh, okay. you know, the – the usual briefings that happens with um, yep. all firearms matches. Um, uh, and then we were broken into, well, you, you're working in pairs, obviously, Birch and myself, and then, you know, 42 other pairs or 41 other pairs after that. Um, and they give you, a, they call it a shotgun start, uh, where they they spread everyone else, else amongst 10 different uh, fire points across the mountain. Uh, stage one being at the very top of the mountain, uh, stage 10 being down by the car park almost. Uh, so those guys that can walk to their stages, you know, at only a few hundred metres, they'd walk off to their stages. The other guys would be ferried via uh, the uh, quad bikes or whatever they, you know, the side-by-sides up to the top of the mountain. Mm. And once you got to your stage, you just got off. Birch and I, I think we started at five, mate. Yeah, we're at five men halfway. Yeah. So we started at five uh, and then just started working our way down the mountain. You know, uh, we actually snuck in four because it was – 
it was no uphill or downhill. We just snuck through, did four, and then just and then carried on down to six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So we got <laughs> all the way to the bottom of the hill, and they put us in a side by side, took us all the way to the top, filled all our kit with dust and water and all manners <laughs> of cool stuff, and uh, we got back into it. <laughs> Fantastic. So, Bertie, what do these stages look like? They're they're obviously a little bit different to a PRS style match. I've um I've got a photo here of just our our score sheet anyway, but stage four, we started on the longest stage of the day, which was not a bad thing. Well, I mean, we struggled, <laughs> but um, it was good to kind of get it out of the way early because the, the wind's not as bad in the morning because the heat's not dragging the, the wind up the valleys and across the side and everything. So we started 1,100 yards prone. If there's, there's a big target and a small target on every stage, all the 10 stages, um, there's 10 points for the first round hit, five, then three, then you go to a smaller target off to the side, but they're right next to each other, and you get 10 points or seven points if you get a hit on either of them. So there's incentive to try and hit it first on a first round, and, and you get less points as you go along. Um, so stage five was 1,100 yards prone, and then 800 yards prone, we did that straight afterwards. So we actually, that was a good place to kind of begin the day, I think. Yeah, but okay. It's on the side of the mountain, enormous, um, this you know, farm station called Avalon Station, um, just big rolling hills, not many trees. It's, it's up quite high, um, knee-high grass. The, the grass is quite thick, a lot of it, so the wind doesn't really move too much. And we were struggling to kind of get indicators downrange, you know, with the mirage because you're looking over the valleys. You're kind of hit and miss with that. There's no real clear indication sometimes what's going on. You might make a, you know, we, we've both got trimmer, tremor dots in our scopes, you might say it's 12 miles an hour and it ends up being four or 20, you know. So it's, it's pretty hectic, man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, full on, <laughs> full on. And so any uh, any specific, like, uh, notable stages at all, Jay, or, or ones that you remember for, for good or bad reasons? So there's there's probably three that stand out for me, mate. The, that first stage that Birchie spoke about, Um that thousand yards, that was a massive eye opener. So, um, I don't, I quite often get out there and shoot as far as I can by myself. And here in Australia, I don't seem to have a problem picking up. You know, if, if you miss first round, you know, you pick up that first round in the dirt and you go, right, no dramas, I can make a correction off it. Made this first round shot of the first, you know, the first shot of the day, and it's like, I had no idea. I didn't see that at all. Like, there's no indicator in the dirt. Um, the wind, like Bertie was saying, isn't picking up anything off the ground. It's not moving anything on the ground. Um, we, what we're feeling, we're only guessing that it's the same where we were. So um, that I shot so I shot first on that stage and I went uh, five misses from five shots. And, you know, in the sort of company we were keeping, I thought, holy, you know, we're done. <laughs> we, you know, and and I've, cooked, I've cooked our whole weekend. <laughs> you know, what a waste <laughs> of time and money. But, you know, like, even it was such a beautiful spot. Yeah, it didn't, yeah. didn't matter. But, um just the learning that come out of that, like, you know, just going to have to really – we're not going to get away with this, you know, regardless of how big these targets are and, and, and how easy we think it's going to be to pick this wind. You know, we, we, we nearly re- really need to focus. Um, from that, uh, we were we got Birchie on for all five, I think, on that one, didn't we, Birchie, for you on that no, stage? That was, it was a hit-miss, hit-miss, hit. So three out of five, but – yeah. You were the guinea pig man, and that definitely it definitely granted us and gave us something to think about. That, that was a yeah. bad way to start the day. We were, <laughs> yeah. yeah, nice. Um, what about you, Birchie? Any any particular ones yeah. that uh, that you remember? The by way of stages, mate. Yeah, any favourite stages for you, Birchie? Um, well, we we both do a heap of tripod shooting. Um, there was a good one. Stage one was 400 yards sitting, and we we just had a really right stuff tripod and, and rock solid, just smashing gongs up the top. You've got five minutes as a pair to to both fire your five rounds. Okay. So you've got a minute to set up, which is quite generous. You've got a minute to set up, then you've got five minutes for both of you to kind of get done what you need to do. And you know we're pretty comfortable off off the ground and off tripods, and we probably shot that in about a minute and you know, a minute 20 or something just blazing. And that, that was pretty cool. That, you know, it was, that was a bit of a high five and then we, we hit off. But, yeah, it was just – it was amazing. I, I reckon we were probably about a 1,000 metres above sea level and just wide open hills and the wind was cranking. And um, it's just – it's amazing when you turn around and look back and you can see the highway 
two k's away, and you can hear the cars and just surrounded by shooters smashing gongs in the hills, and it's it's that was kind of surreal. That was really that was awesome. Yeah. yeah, nice, nice. And so, some of the skills that you you find really relevant at the the Mount Challenge that you wouldn't use here in a PRS match, Jay. What did you find that uh, perhaps you don't use in the matches that we see over here at this stage? So there's there's two stages there where you use your mate to shoot off. <laughs> I've, I have got a photo of this. <laughs> yeah, this is... Uh... So I'm kind of hoping that that doesn't turn up in any of the stages. Ben, if you're watching, I, I don't need that. That's I, rubbish. I, I think this yeah. goes in your entry for uh, for stages you didn't want to see at Mildura. Uh, but um, I, I do have I do have this image, and I, I don't think we'd be allowed to run this stage. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's put that one up. That's, um, that's something different. <laughs> um... Yeah, yeah. So, so the first one of those is when um, we got told that we had to shoot from a seated position, but off our mate. <laughs> so the guns couldn't touch the ground. We couldn't use our tripod, and our mate had to be our rest. And we were pretty adamant for the whole day that we were going to do everything we could to spot each other's fall or shot or their shots or what's trace or whatever it is, so we could make as you know <laughs> as uh, informed decisions as we could. So. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the photo, but the photo's up now. The photo on sort of in a hut. Is it? Uh, the, 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 <laughs> there's a photo of, of um, uh, I think that's you at the front, Jay, and you're just sort of you know you, you're hunching yeah. over, and, and then Virtue's shooting over your shoulder. It's only weird if you make it weird, man. It's just two dudes shooting stuff. In <laughs> well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because when when some, there were some people who are you've got some fans. Let's put it this way, because I got sent, and I'm not going to say who, but I got sent some fan art uh, from one of our listeners slash watchers slash uh, people you know. Um, and it's coming <laughs> through. It's coming through on Facebook currently, and, and I will throw it up for everyone else to see. But we, we had some fan art. Um, I suspect based on this one. Um, but uh, let's let's throw that one up there. Uh, they, they wanted they, they wanted me to play. So anyway, it was, uh, uh, obviously you guys had a good time over over there. Like a t-shirt, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, but uh, no, nah, certainly good fun. Certainly good fun. Yeah, a- absolutely. It was. Uh, it, it looked good. So that's one of the things that you said uh, you, you didn't use the same skill set that you would have over here. Was there any other particular skill sets in terms of like unknown distance stuff or uh, anything more uh, physical or, or stuff you had a lot more time for and you you didn't know where the targets was? No, it's um, so every time you walked up to a stage, um, there was generally somebody else shooting it before you. Okay. Uh, if not a if not a couple of pairs, so you could walk up and see what they were shooting at. You know, find their targets like the uh, those longer range uh, targets. You know, the thousand yards, nine hundred yards, or seven fifty yards. Like the targets weren't easy uh, to locate when you first walked up, but once you found them, you found them, and you know you were good to go. Um, no, there was no unknown distance. Uh, if it was unknown, it was only because the guys running the stage um, weren't giving you the exactly perfect perfect distance. So, you, but you had time to arrange it anyway. You know, you get your rangefinder out and, and sort that out as well. So, um, I, I think the biggest thing that we don't use in PRS that we had to use during that stuff was um, communication and working as a pair mm. to make things happen for ourselves. You know, whether it was with that dope. Which I don't know if you can see behind me on the on the mirrors here. I've spent the last few days yeah. trying to trying to rain man it. Yeah. Uh, um, are you okay, Jay? Us, are you yeah. all right? Do you need help? Uh, How many <laughs> days have you been locked up? <laughs> Just about, mate. I've watched every video and gone through every note I've ever made to try and work this out. I think I worked it out. Um, but I need to go and test it. <laughs> anyway, anyway, so we worked as a pair. Yep. Yeah, we worked together as a pair. We got it. We got it. We got our stuff sorted out, and um, we made it work. Which uh, we could have had a really bad day if we didn't have that ability to work together and and see what each other was doing and and, and work off each other. Which was which is something obviously you don't get to do in a PRS competition. Which is always cool to do. You know, go out and mm. shoot with your mates and do that sort of carrying. You know? 
Yeah, and, and obviously in the in the service rival stuff, you get to do that a little bit more. So um, that communication is more important, spotting and, and shooting with each other. Uh, did you were, were you on spotting scopes behind the, behind the other shooter, or were you both on your rifles? We, we were using a spotting scope. Um, a lot of the a lot of the groups didn't have spotting scopes with them. They only had one tripod. We we went pretty heavy. We both had a tripod and had a Mark IV spotter with a reticle in it. Um, we, we always tried to shoot from the one firing position and we just hot swap. So the spotter would get set up directly behind a shooter. Shooter would get down, start getting their preps done and, and their, you know, NPA stuff squared away and then won't fire the five rounds. And because we had the same rounds, we could learn from each other's data what the wind calls and wind hold was going to be and then we'd swap over. That was that was probably a big thing. You know, a lot of guys run scope for scope, and I understand why, but it's it's harder to see the trace, and that was the, one of the most important things for the day, I reckon. So, mm. yeah. did, did, was there any particular things you found very uh, challenging working as a team, or was it was it all roses the whole time? Uh, no, I'm I'm a lot shitter at spotting than Jay is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's um he he's like, dude, come left point one. I'm like, and I, I watch it. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, dude. <laughs> it went that way, <laughs> you know. So we um we spent a, lot, spent a lot of time spotting, but just man, it it was hard going. You know, the, the ground would eat the rounds, and if you if you watch the trace the whole way, it's the last two meters and it, it's gone, you know. And that's something that um, I was really struggling with mm. most of the day. Like if you zoom out, you can see the trace, but you might not see where it, where it goes. If you zoom in too much, you, you can't see the trace, but you might see where it ended up, you know. But yeah, it was that was tricky. Yeah, absolutely. Now, is there anything else particularly on the Saturday that you want to cover or have we, have we covered the important parts? I think um, I think having a, having a minute to set up changes everything. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I, th- I think I think it'd be a lot more dynamic and it'd be a lot more challenging if if it was you rock up when you're ready five minutes off you go and then that's your time to do everything you know mm-hmm. like some of the so some of the guys are really really good prone long range shooters and they're hunters in that area and they they've got the wind dialed because that's the home ground you know and that that <clears throat> that, that worked quite well for them I think. Um, but uh, yeah, five minutes is quite a long time, and then a minute on top, everything's kind of done. So you, it's good and it's bad. You know, I'm not complaining. It's it's just that would change the, the game completely if that minute was taken away and um, it was straight down to business. Yeah, because I guess uh, I guess here you, you get a lot of uh, you don't get the time to make much preparation in a PRS match. You pretty <laughs> we, much we uh, you know, away you go. We get pineapple in Australia, man. We, you got 60 seconds, <laughs> 40 rounds from a barrel upside down on fire. <laughs> yeah. Ben, Ben, if, if, if you're watching Ben, write that one down, upside down from a barrel on fire. Just, just. But you've got to take your scope off and on four times before you start. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Good. Uh, Jay, any, any uh, close out from, uh, from the Saturday specifically? Uh, it's um, I, when we first started that, that that day, I thought, all right, here we go. We're going to get into this and um, really enjoy the day and all the rest of it. As soon as we hit that first day, it's like, right, this is competition. It's on. <laughs> and then when you realise that it was you again, you know, like with most shooting, you, you're not shooting against uh, the team up the road or the bloke next to you. You're shooting against yourself. Uh, and once we realised against me and and, and uh, what I know and what I can add to this. And got back in my own bubble, um, I guess, and, and Luke talks about that all the time as well. Um, got back in my own bubble and started working on my stuff and what I know and what I can control. Um, you know, we did, I thought we did a really, really good job um, considering the first time we've been there, we we're probably shooting the wrong caliber for the whole deal. <laughs> um, you know, we're not used to shooting, like Birchie's talking about rolling hills, like Can- uh, Canberra and Snowy Mountains is rolling hills. This joint's a mountain, man. Like it's it's jagged and it's sharp and it's steep. And if it's open, it's open. And if it's covered, it's covered. You know, there's no mid ground. And if there was mid ground, I can work it out. You know, there's you know one stage there. We started where we were standing. We had 24 mile an hour wind, and yeah, by the wow. time we finished that stage, we were only holding for four. I say, so, <laughs> and that was a try. Yeah, wow. So, yeah, full on. Oh, yeah. I, I just it's just one of those experiences that. 
Um, yes, it was a competition, but um, it was an experience. Mm. Just you know, just for the whole skill, whole, your whole uh, shooting skill set. You know, your, your whole shooting. You know, but like that. You know, that every given Sunday for the surfers, they, they were chasing that ultimate wave. <laughs> yeah, I sort of see that mountain as the same thing. It was cool. Yeah, right. It was very cool. And you and you want to get back there? Absolutely, man. I'm chasing that every given Sunday, even though they shoot on Saturdays. Yep. <laughs> very good. All right, and then uh, any any particular thing that happened Saturday night, or was it just uh, just do your own thing, or was there was there a dinner or anything? Well, the um, the uh, vortex with Goron from Australia, he was over there. They they organised a couple of beasts to, to get cooked up, and we had a bit of meat and some some rolls, and had a bit of a presentation for the night. Um, Jared and Scotty from from Australia as well. They they came second overall for the um, in in their pair for the mountain challenge, which was cool. <clears throat> but yeah, just a bit of a just a shindig, and then we cut away pretty early. We were pretty tired. I was pretty baked anyway. So. Yeah, absolutely. And then so Sunday, Sunday's a different format. Run us through uh, that one, Birchie. Um, so Sunday was the the PRS component, um, just individual again, no, no more team staff. There are only six stages. Uh, one of them ended up getting cut because the target malfunctions, unfortunately. Um, the only one I did any good at. Yeah, that was the, that was the points, the, the big points, that one as well. Um, <laughs> but, yes, yeah, six stages. Um, and that, it, w- it wasn't in the same area. It was a lot lower down in the valleys, in, shooting up into the hill instead of actually being up high, shooting sideways. This was a lot more control, you know, a lot of karma down there, really, compared to the Saturday. Mm, okay. So, lads, uh, um, guys, if you're watching in the chat, now's probably some time to throw some questions in. We'll get to them shortly, but it'll take a little while for them to, to filter through. Uh, now, Birchie, you, um, I got told you won Sunday. You, you, I mean, surprisingly, you did well at a PRS-style match. <laughs> it was a bit of pressure. I probably should be. Pretty good at it. <laughs> yeah, not wrong. <laughs> no, that was a lot, a lot more in line with what we're kind of doing in Australia. Uh, it was just on a farm, so the first stage was shooting out of a Polaris from the driver's seat. You know, so if you've done any kind of hunting or spotlighting, it's not abnormal. Mm. Um, it's just that the targets were this big, at 400 meters or whatever in in wind, and our data was still wrong from the Saturday. So we both, well, I sucked on that one, and that, that kind of hurt hey, me. I sucked. That's like the most. <laughs> yeah, we shot pretty well on the Sunday. Yeah, nice. Can you take us through a couple of the stages, um, Jay, on, on Sunday? Were they very similar to what we see here or, or any sort of major differences? The similarity, mate, came from uh, the awkwardness of the shooting positions. Yep. Time frames weren't such a big deal. I don't think a time frame rattled me at all throughout the whole course of fire. It's probably just more the positions and the targets and my shooting ability, um, which we're working on. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the, uh, the, the, there was one there that where they used one of those big um, wooden cable drums, uh, stood up proper how they would unroll the cable out of, and you had to shoot from the, the top of the – the timber, and if you weren't if you weren't six foot two, you couldn't get up there. And then you had to shoot from either side of the the platform very well. And then you hit the ground. And you got your third one. Um, I didn't I didn't hit a target over that whole drum, and then hit the ground and hit it prone. And then Birchie rolls up and hit the first four from the most awkward positions I've ever seen in my life. Retarded positions hits all four of them, and he's got all the time in the world. He hits prone, gets underneath it, and missed it. I put a lot of effort into that as well. I was really trying. <laughs> I was like, this well, is the I've got ages, heaps of time, breed, slack sight, squeeze, crack, and then I, I don't even, whatever. You know, he probably hit a bird or something. <laughs> a, ki- a kiwi. You probably just, yeah. an endangered kiwi is now no longer alive because you were shit shooting. Sorry, New Zealand, I apologise. <laughs> oh, nah, no. so that, that, one, that one was. Pretty cool, Rusty. Um, uh, I, the the one that they cut, um, they had it was uh, stairway to heaven or somewhere other. I think they called it, um, where you had to be feet on the fourth run of a of a staircase going up onto the top. Actually, that that photo they used in the advertising for this 
uh, Bertie and I are standing on top of a, uh, a shed. Oh, let me, and the let stairs me, are actually leading to the top of that shed. Yeah, oh, let me bring that one up so everyone can be uh, informed of what you're saying. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. So we're looking at that now, sitting on top of the container. Yeah, so you had to have your feet on the fourth run. The rifle had to be either uh, touching the, the runs or the safety rail mm-hmm. and a couple of shots at a closer distance and then up onto the fifth run and a couple of shots at a – we're talking maybe 200 metres and then 300 metres and then you got up on top of the shed proper and then you had two shots at a target that was at about, correct me if I'm wrong, virtually 700 metres. It was like seven, eight hundred meters or something. Right? Yeah, seven hundred and then eight hundred off the top of that roof, uh, which is well, it was a really cool stage. You know, you, you, the close distances, further distances, all the rest of it. But the the catch with it was, it wasn't the time; it was the fact that you could only dial once. So once you uh, once they said uh, once you started that stage, you could touch your dials. And we're talking from two hundred meters out to eight hundred meters. It might have even been eight fifty. It was quite a quite a decent distance on it. So. To have to use all the elevation within your scope or the your reticle within your scope, I actually thought that was a really cool stage. Yeah, nice, nice. All right, we're going to jump into the chat here because uh, there there are plenty of questions coming through, guys. So uh, we've got. Um, I'm just going to try and pick up somewhere where it starts making some sense. Uh, okay, is there equipment you would change for the next match at all, Bertie? Would you would you change anything? We talked about this. Um, I think I, I would like a 6.5 PLC or a 300 Norma or something just, just to fight the wind a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe th- that seems to be something that would probably help. It's not a 3.38 and it's not what we're shooting. At, at least you can stand and shoot off your mate's face and still control <laughs> the wind. <you> know? <laughs> I, think, um, I think that and... Uh, yeah, I, I need to probably change my tripod as well. I've got the PRST. I'd like something a bit more substantial, a bit heavier duty. Mm. Um, the really right stuff one would be good. Yeah, and and uh, it's sort of a follow up to that was, I mean, you, you mentioned the PRCs. What was the most popular caliber you saw over there? Were PRCs one of the the bigger contenders? Well, I know Dan Hardy. He, he won the thousand yard job on the Friday with a PRC, a six five PRC, but they were like. 7 mil, 300 normal, I don't know, everything and every, and anything. Like you guys are shooting stuff that you, you've probably never heard of, you know. Mm. It's, it's just, it was a free-for-all. But guys were shooting different different rifles on the Saturday and Sunday as well. That was another thing. Like they might be shooting a massive magnum okay. on, the, on the Saturday and then a, you know, 6547 lap on, on a Sunday maybe for the PRS. It's yeah, with suppressors as well. That, that was that was really cool to see. A lot of guys running cans over there. Um it's you know, Australia's Australia, but I think that that was quite pleasant. You know, having spent a lot of time around dudes shooting with suppressors, that's um that's a good thing, I think, and it's a shame that we can't get that going in in Australia. Yeah, not 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 wrong. Not wrong. Um there what what were you running, uh, Jay? You're running six five uh, Six five cream more, mate. Yep, yep. And and what would you if would you change caliber at all? Uh, I've already started the research, oh, and okay. I've already started a PRS rifle out to be back to what it. So when I built that rifle, it was originally supposed to just be for laying down and shooting stuff as far away as I can. And I've now realised that if I'm going to do PRS and I'm going to try and chase this long range, these other long range competitions, uh, I'm going to need two different golf clubs. So. Uh, I've got a new rifle coming for PRS here in Australia and I'm going to turn what was originally my long-range rifle back into my long-range rifle and I think it'll be 6.5 PRC at the moment, yeah. Mm, okay, very good. I think, uh, I think f- funnily enough, most of the questions we had, um, uh, most of the questions that we had were about... Um, we're about what you would change and, and equipment side of things. Um, from a, a fitness point of view, is there a high level of fitness that you guys need to be able to do, or is it is it sort of it's not too difficult? So I've got a cert four in um, strength and conditioning and um, fitness. I, I can see that. And I had to, yeah, absolutely. So and I had to actually uh, design a a, um, a program for Birchie to get him out of the sewing room and out on the streets for at least, you know, like three minutes a day so he could keep up with it. Uh, no, there's not. 
No, okay. So, so <laughs> I, I imagine you've got. If you can walk down a hill, you're good to go. <laughs> I you can... know, I um, I I've, I've got knee problems from from army and stuff, and years of sport smashing my legs. Um, <clears throat> I, I had a lot of lot of issues on at the end of Saturday walking downhill. Um, yeah, they're, they're more of a ligament thing. It's it's hard to train through that, but you. you it's not so much your, your fitness, but you need to be able to walk up and down hills with a pack on. You know, like it, it, there is no – you don't get extra points for being injured going to that because it, it's going <laughs> to – everything that you're hiding will come out. It's, it's not a secret. Yeah, I was, I was in, a, in a bit of, bit of strife on the, on the Saturday afternoon trying to walk down the mountain. It's, it's, it probably goes from 400 metres to 1,300 metres in about 2 k's. So it's, it's steep and it's windy and it's um, – off off camber and you know I'd I'd a walking like one of the hiking poles with me. That's something that that was a good piece of gear to have because mm. um, the grass is quite slippery and there's a bit of dirt and stuff, and you could easily get hurt yourself. So you you, you want to have good ankles and you want to have good knees to to do the the mountain challenge. The fitness is probably not that big a deal, but you just you don't want to be injured in those areas. I think. Yeah, I, I get it. So you need to be uh, yeah, in reasonable condition, but it's not a big fitness test or anything on those lines. It's not like you're hiking for miles and miles and miles. And then, you probably, then... probably walk about three or four, kilo, well, maybe five kilometres with, with a 15-kilo okay. pack. You know, it's not unachievable. It's just that it's like this and then it's like this and then it's like this. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, right. So conventions and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit out there. Yeah. The, uh, uh, Quinn has done a really good job of making sure that you're only ever walking down the hill um, as much as you can. So you're not, you know, there might have been like, I don't know, 2% of the day we had to walk up a hill, but I think that's because we missed the turn. Uh, it was probably more our fault than organisers. But <laughs> most, of, most of it was just all purely downhill. So if you can deal with it, you can deal with it. You know, it's, and like uh, Bert, you said, it's not a race. You're just, you know, like, you don't get extra points for being there before the next bloke or, you know, being an hour behind the bloke that was in front of you originally. So um, if you can walk up and down the range at your local WSAA or whatever um, with all your gear in hand, like, I, I think you're going to be fit enough to be able to do it. So we've had a, quite a few questions about you know, what we would change and that sort of gear. But one, one thing we probably should establish is what gear did you have uh, actually with you? Um, we'll kick off with you, Joe. Uh, so obviously uh, rifle and then the... Uh, is it 60 rounds of ammunition, 50 rounds of ammunition for the for the day um, with a spare few, obviously. Um, I had three litres of water. Doing that again, I'd probably only take like a litre and a half. I, got it, I think I overcompensated with that. And just took some trail mix and some, you know, some um, uh, some beef jerky and whatnot to, to get through for food and water. Because, um, I mean, as much as we talk about how amazing the train was, it wasn't that taxing. Uh, water and food wars, uh, mm-hmm. a few snakes and you know, jet planes and whatnot. Um, but spotting scope, uh, tripod, I, I think uh, they were a godsend for us. We wouldn't have got onto as many targets as we did if we hadn't taken that uh, that spotting scope. I think laying next to each other, trying to spot uh, using our rifles in those conditions um, would have been pretty tough because it was we were relying on trace almost 99% of the time. And if we weren't seeing it properly, we weren't going to pick up full or shot. Uh, so the spotting scope, uh, a, a must. The Kestrel, obviously, um, uh, without it, you know, we would have would have had a very long day of guessing a lot of things. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Kestrel with the applied ballistics in it, that kicked it for us. Yep. Um, I took uh, the Armageddon um, low-vis uh, pint-sized game changer uh, as yep. the only bag that I used for the whole day. Um, we had a fat bag, but... Didn't wasn't required. We didn't need it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Before. Um, so that's out. Yeah. Bef- uh, before we get to you, uh, Bertie, I've just got I've got that image you guys sent me of the uh, I think looking down over over the mountain range. Um, pretty amazing in countryside. This is the one the one photo which didn't have any uh, any beer or guys in it. Um, so uh, yeah, it's looked pretty uh, pretty impressive looking uh, looking setup. Um, hiking through uh, yeah. some of the home, see what what type of uh, country you were actually in. But what about you? What were you, what were you running? I'm, yeah. I'm assuming you're running the the sexy rifle behind you. Um, yeah, just just the AI, um, AX. We, we both have um, nine force beast and attacker scopes with trimmer three. The trimmer reticle did a lot of the heavy lifting for us um, with the wind dots. Uh, and like Joe was saying, the applied ballistics kestrel that that was a big deal. 
Um, Jay had a, had a laser. I had my laser binoculars. I think it was good to have a pair of binoculars with the team as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had them in a bino harness that we're working on for low vis at the moment. Um, I only had two magazines and um, just an ammo wallet with 40 or 50 other rounds in there. So we, we, there was only 50 scored shots of the day and we took it a couple extra just to make sure if we had to reshoot or anything, you know, we could cover that. Yeah. Um, I, I had the walking or like the trekking pole, which was which was good just when we're going across, you know, off-camber slopes and stuff like that with a, you know, that, that was good to have. Um, yeah, I t- took too much water as well, but it, it's one of those things you kind of need it when you need it. Uh, you can easily offload it. Um, snacks, sunnies, and, and just my stupid hat with the fruit neck thing on the back of it. So I'm, I've got pasty bitch skin. I'll get sunburned in a couple of minutes, so I've got to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we both had a tripod and uh, I think just, just pretty standard. We, we ended up taking shooting mats. We didn't use them. Um, I had I had a python bag from Armageddon, which you can squish up and change the shape a little bit. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah nice. we we really kind of cut our our gear down a lot for for this. Just you could easily take way too much stuff. Yeah, I bet. Oh, just having a look here at a photo of, uh, I think you showing off that very hat uh, with uh, I think it's just over your shoulder, Birchie, and uh, and Jay's on on is he on a tripod or is he just on the on the gun? Anyway, he's shooting shooting. Photos taken over your shoulder with the mountain range in the background. Uh, looks pretty uh, pretty epic location. Uh, absolutely looks uh, sensational. Um, now you you got to meet, uh, I guess, one of the legends of uh, of this uh, of shooting in general while you're over there. Um, Thanks, Rusty. You don't have to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well done, Bertie. I'm glad you uh, glad you got to hang out with Jay for a little while. Uh, but this was. Um, now, correct me if I'm if I'm saying this incorrectly, but uh, Jerry Michalek, is that correct? Michalek. Michalek. Okay, I thought I'd stuff it up. Yeah, uh, I got the got the photo of uh, of the three of you uh, up there, and and he was he was just there competing. He was there on a bit of a um, uh, roadshow with Vortex. So I think his wife was actually running a uh, pistol course for some uh, females up the road. While he was just hanging out at the the comp, he just yeah, right. he was there on the Friday, and then he was there on the Saturday. Uh, we thought we were going to see him shooting in the PRS on the Sunday, but I I, I don't know. Did he just bailed? You speak? Uh, <laughs> no, they they didn't come up on the Sunday. I think they heard about the People's Champion Birchie turning up, and he didn't want to <laughs> be showing up that much. <laughs> Uh, good. Yeah, right. And, and did you did you get to spend any time with him, or is it just just sort of a fleeting visit type type thing? We had a bit of a chat, you know. Like he's obviously a dude that's surrounded by people all day. Mm, um, it was it was more just nice to talk to him about life and um, you know where he's from and what what you know what he's been doing and stuff. Like you could, you, he's just another guy that's done done a lot of shooting and you know. It was just—it was nice to be around him, you know. Didn't have to really chat. It was just—it was just cool to be there. So, yeah, absolutely. I got the uh, photo of you guys in the back of the cyber side. That was, uh, and that—that that was your transport uh, <laughs> over the weekend, just running, running back and forth between stages. Yeah, they were yeah, cool. That was up. You go, mate. Um, yeah, the the Honda pioneers. They were. Um, there was a local Honda dealership up there that sponsored the event. Oh, and cool. uh, there were about five or six of them, and, and I, don't, I don't know if you could do that in Australia. <laughs> I think we were pretty close to falling out, <laughs> out of the back. <laughs> you know, it was um, it was pretty hectic. The, the boys that work on the station, they, they they know their way around, and they they fang. You know, like we were, we were breaking land speed records going up the hill. So it was it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, nice, nice. And just got yeah. a got this photo here. You got the title on the top of the uh, NZ Mountain Challenge 2020. Uh, I can't quite make out what it says there. I think Team J O J, J B, and so I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's uh, again just beautiful, beautiful country. It's hard to be. Uh, so I mean, must did did you find yourself just distracted, just looking around? Were you? Well, too- off Birchie. Uh, yeah, the scenery just like yeah. You know, so there's a couple of spots there where you could see. <laughs> You could see from, say, the firing point to Lake Wanaka, and then if you look the other way, um, uh, you'd be you're looking at Kadrona Ski Field um, on yeah, the other wow. side of the road. Like it was just, 
and mm. you've got to pay for it yourself. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is amazing. It's beautiful, mate. Yeah, right. I've got got one more photo to show here. This is uh, this is outside the uh, Cadrona Hotel, or whatever that is. <laughs> both looking <laughs> both looking gorgeous out there. That, that pub's uh, pretty famous back home. It's um it's been part of the Spates Brewery beer ads for I reckon probably a century. That pub has just been there since that road in front of it was a um, a shepherd's. Uh, track that they used to push the sheep on. That's well. The last time I was down there, uh, that road at the front was a, um, unsealed and the whole deal. That she's pretty old. That pub it was pretty cool to you know be there with you know such a good mate and be able to go and shoot around there. It was cool. Yeah, nice, fantastic. Looks uh, looks like it's a, a an amazing location to shoot in, if nothing else, and it's matched up with a uh, with an. An incredible match with uh, with I guess uh, two very um, similar but quite different dynamics and, and styles of shooting. Yeah, we, yeah, it's no, real, you know, like um, especially you know, like Wanaka is only ten minutes down the road as well. So we we'd meet up at seven thirty in the morning, drive ten minutes. We're on on a station, driving over a you know a bridge across a river to get into this place, and then you're surrounded by hundred dudes that are into the same thing as you wearing, you know, packs and all got good rifles and good gear and, and talking about shooting and got people from all over the world. There, were, there was a bunch of guys, like guides from um, Kyrgyzstan there as well, like professional hunting guides. And there were all kinds of dudes, some American people, a bunch of Aussies and uh, heaps of Kiwis, guys from South Africa. And it was just a melting pot of, of good dudes Um just there for the same reasons, and it was in a really nice property. And Quentin and the, and the boys running it did a really good job. Uh, nice. it, it was it was cool. Yeah, I had, I had a really good time. And I, like I said to him on on the Saturday um, Sunday afternoon, like it, we really appreciated them having us, and it was just a cool experience. And I think uh, something that a lot of people should try and be a part of at some point. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it, was, it was really good. Does look amazing, Jay. Obviously, a chance to get home and see family and stuff, but a pretty, pretty phenomenal shooting experience, I, I bet. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I've been fortunate enough to shoot at uh, a few different ranges uh, around the planet, and that place uh, at the moment is number one. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, right. Phenomenal venue, and the, and the guys, you know, Quentin that runs it, and all the boys is, I think, he had his son running, it and a couple of guys that work from helping out and the rest of it. Um, and even, I mean, the sponsors, their sponsors are out there running stages and, um, you know, making sure everything runs smoothly. So um, absolutely phenomenal job they've done. Um, well, it's above and beyond uh, what, what they should be able to achieve, but it, it was it was awesome, truly awesome. Yeah, nice, nice and uh, very good. Any uh, any last comments before we uh, – we're probably about due to wrap this up. So, Birchie, any, any last comments from uh, – thoughts from the uh, the match? I think um, it, it's a bit of a reality check, you know. Like the New Zealand dudes don't mess around. They, um, they're really good shooters. And uh, like the PRS, I was only one played ahead, one hit ahead really. That, that's all there was in it. Yeah, um, wow. And like there was like two two shots difference between first and fifth kind of thing. So mm. you can't you can't blink and sneeze and, and blame anyone. It's yeah. And and the Saturday because it was um, only fifty scored shots. If you make a couple of mistakes, you're really just kind of yeah. going for a bushwalk with a rifle. You know, <laughs> like it's uh, yeah. It, it, it was cool. I, I had a really good time, and it was good to shoot with Jay. Um, yeah, we try and spend a bit of time together. You know, being in Canberra and Victoria is quite hard, but. Mm. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to going back next year. We, we have to go back anyway and give them the cutback. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, uh, uh, we had, I had a real good time. Yeah. yeah, fantastic. And Jay, what about yourself, mate? Any uh, any last comments? No, mate. Um, it's it was uh, it was a phenomenal time. I was um, very appreciative that such a high quality shooter uh, such as Birchie um, agreed to go over there with us. So um, every time you go shooting, you learn something, and when you go to shooting with such a high caliber dude you learn a heap more as well so that was really cool and mate um if anybody is out there is thinking about doing it you've, you've just got to do it like it was phenomenal you'll never forget it if we don't get to go ever again i'm going to be thankful that we have done it once at least but yeah um, like Butcher says um doing everything we can to be back there next year it was cool 
Fantastic. Well, uh, well, gentlemen, thank you, uh, thank you very much for uh, spending this evening chatting away with us, and uh, it's been great to have you on. I'm sure uh, this has been much more. Uh, uh, Serious episode, but we had we had something specifically to talk about. I'd be keen to uh, to to have heard how you went over there. It's a, it's a well known a well known shoot, and and Bertie, obviously you you went very well. Actually, how did the team go though? That's a question we haven't asked. How did you guys together? You go, dude. You talk about it. <laughs> no, you talk about it. Well, I don't know if I'm comfortable because. Uh, <laughs> no, you talk about it, man. <laughs> we we came we came eighth out of forty two um, yeah. pairs uh, over the weekend, which which I think is pretty cool. And we, we kind of you know we were satisfied, you know, like it, we went in blind. We didn't know where the targets were. We didn't know how far we were going to shoot. We didn't know what gear we needed. We um, you know, we we've well, I've never shot in terrain like that with wind as bad as hard to read as that. So. Mm. Um, but I, I jump on the knife, and I, I, I know that uh, my spotting kind of hurt Jay a little bit when we were struggling. So um, we, there was definitely a lot of room for improvement, and I'm, I've got something to work on for the next uh, year. But um, yeah, when we were on, it was it was all happening. So eight out of forty two was was still pretty cool. It's pretty sensational. Um, the guys that came first, second, third, you know, good on them. Like that was hard going. That was that was cool. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for all the guys. In the, I'm sorry we didn't quite get to all the comments this time, um, but awesome uh, awesome knowledge. And uh, no doubt at some point we'll be able to get these guys back on and, and delve into their shooting uh, history and uh, some of their stuff because these, these two dudes let on uh, know a lot more than they let on. Uh, so, do you want us to show you our hats or anything like that? that we, is that what we're doing? What, what are we doing? What are you promoting? What? Now we've got our special hats that we we went through. Oh yeah, the that's right. Yeah, okay, all right. Well, uh, if you've got your hats ready, we we did this a little bit early today. I discovered that these two guys are very much into their hats, uh, and so I, I I won't I won't I won't show them getting ready, but they they'll put a hat on and we'll, we'll flick to them. And, and guys, you can see. So, Birchie, um, just just before we we snap to it, uh, what uh, what hat are you wearing? No one can see you yet, but what hat are you? Uh, tell me a little bit about this, and then we'll we'll show everyone what it is. This is a legitimate Russian hat that they had in, I think, World War Two. To the fighting dudes in snow. Cold Here we go. Yeah, there you go. It's a traditional uh, Russian. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Jay, any words, or should we just should we just put that out to everyone because that's impressive. Yeah, just just put it out there, mate. There we go. I think they'll work it out. <laughs> Oh, fantastic! You guys are you guys are uh, good shooters, but also clowns. I love it. It's great. All right, gentlemen, fantastic! Thank you very much, and uh, and no doubt we will uh, we will chat with all of you again shortly. Cheers for coming on. Hey, uh, before we go, Rusty, thank you very much for everything you do, mate. Um, the uh, sport where it is in this country at the moment, I don't think it'll be anywhere near where it is without someone like yourself driving it, mate. Um, uh, you're a bloody credit to yourself and um, there's a lot of shooters uh, including myself out there that should be very very thankful for what you're promoting and, and what you're driving out there for us so thank you very much mate and thank you very much for getting this sort of stuff out to the people and the shooters that want to see it as well mate thank you much appreciated Matt and really uh, really appreciate it and, uh, and hey we, we do this because we, we enjoy what we do and uh, we want to have a good time so guys thanks very much for coming back on uh, coming back on I keep saying that coming on and uh, and we will no doubt we will catch up with you again shortly alright stay safe in uh, doing nothing in quarantine or whatever it is <laughs> I've got like two days left I think I'm, I'm ready to I'm ready to go I bet. No, I bet. We appreciate your help, man. Good work. Awesome, guys. Fantastic, guys. Thanks for uh, for watching. Uh, for everyone who joined in, uh, a couple of things to uh, to mention here. So, won't be on tomorrow night. Saturday is the day off. Um, so we uh, we've done five shows. We will be back Sunday night with a very unique sort of setup. We're looking at a Q and A. So we're going to get a couple of guys on a bit of a panel, and it's going to be very focused on taking your questions, and then whomever's got the most relevant uh, experience will be answered that one and I'll be facilitating that so that's going to be uh, Sunday night I think the same time I think we're deciding but stay tuned on Facebook and Instagram for those details uh, and that's the plan there and then back to Monday we've got some more exciting guests uh, hooked up for next week with some very interesting stuff so looking forward to that uh, stage one hats are in PRS hats are in uh, yeah flick through to the 
uh, Precision Rifle Series website if you want to grab any of those. If you've already ordered some, they'll be on their way this week coming. Uh, again, Projectile Warehouse, you can grab 5% off there if you use the code ID Live number 5, ID Live 5, uh, the number, not the word, and uh, that would be fantastic. Guys, uh, thanks for everyone who uh, who chatted away. Been, uh, it's been our biggest show yet, I do believe. Uh, so awesome stuff. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks for getting involved and uh, stay safe this weekend and we will catch you all on Sunday night.